Welcome to your calculus review of integrals. The point of this podcast is for you to listen to in your commute to school, while studying, or right before your test. So if you hear anything here that doesn't sound familiar, make sure to study them really well. Everything mentioned will be based off of AP Calculus AB curriculum. To start things off here, what are integrals? In a graphical sense, you can think about integrals as the area underneath the curve, or the area in between the function and the x-axis, be that below the x-axis or above it. In terms of equations, you can think about an integral as finding kind of the opposite of the derivative. Sometimes it's called the antiderivative because of this. Whereas when you find the derivative of a function at a point, you'll find the rate of change. If you integrate at the same point, you'll go from rate of change to, well, what it was before. So like if you integrate velocity, you'll get position. And if you integrate acceleration, you'll get velocity. With that out of the way, the first method of finding integrals we're going to talk about are called Riemann sums. There are four Riemann sums you have to know left, right, trapezoidal, and midpoint. Because these are approximations, these are not gonna be as good as integrating through a calculator or something else or using a limit. Also, because these are approximations, they will always be over or underestimates. For example, if the function is increasing, a left Riemann sum will be an underestimate, while a right Riemann sum is an overestimate. And if the function is decreasing, a left Riemann sum will be an overestimate, while a right Riemann sum will be an underestimate. Next up is going to be definite versus indefinite integrals. If you think back to when you found the derivative of an equation, if you had just a normal numerical value like 5, you found the derivative of it, you would get nothing in return, it would become 0. So if you think of integration as going the opposite direction, well you need to account for that 5, you need to bring that 5 back. So what we do is we'll plug in a value called c. If you do not solve for this value c, it is called an indefinite integral, but if you do solve for it, it is a definite integral. And with that, we can move on to integral manipulation. If you understand the fundamentals behind integrals, then integral manipulation is pretty straightforward, but there's a couple that are important to remember for the AP Calc exam, such as if you are going from 3 to 5 on some function and you want to flip it backwards and go from 5 to 3, all you have to do is make the end integral of the first function negative. Next up, we have the fundamental theorem of calculus, the one for integrals. The fundamental theorem of calculus for integrals says that when you find the integral of f prime of x from a to b, it'll be equal to f of b minus f of a, which is to say that if you first integrate the function, then plug in your second endpoint, find the end result of that, and subtract the end result of the same thing had you plugged in your first endpoint, you can find the integral of the function. Next, we have a method of solving integrals called u-substitution. This can almost be thought of as kind of the reverse of the chain rule, but for integrals. An example of this is if you were to say, integrate sine of x plus 1. You can't find the integral of sine of x plus 1 because there is a variable inside of something you have to integrate. So what you can do is you can make that x plus 1 equal to u, and while I'm not going to explain all the steps of u substitution, but you could use u sub in order to solve that out the rest of the way. Now nearing the end of our review here, we have a lot of integrals that you're going to have to have memorized. So I'm just going to start reading these off. Quick note here too, all of these are in their indefinite form and so they're supposed to have plus c added to the end. So if any of these don't, then that's just because I forgot. When integrating by hand, you're going to want to remember that you can find the integral of any number or variable by raising its power by 1 and dividing it by the number of the new power. So for example, if you were integrating x squared, you'd have x to the third over 3. Integrating x to the n will be x to the n plus 1 over n plus 1. Integrating 1 over x will be the natural log of x plus c. That x is going to be an absolute value, by the way. 
integrating u prime over u will be the natural log of u in absolute value plus c. We got e of x d of x, which is going to be e of x plus c, because if you find the derivative of that, then it's going to be the same thing. So same thing here with integrals. a to the x is going to be a to the x over ln of a plus c. Cosine of x will be sine of x plus c. Sine of x will be negative cosine x plus c. And there are a ton more integrals you can memorize, but they didn't really show up on my AP exam, so I'm not going to talk about them in this review. All right, that's going to be the end of our review of integrals. Sorry this episode kind of sucked because I'm really tired, um, but yeah, I hope you do good in your tests.